16. We'll be brief tonight. Just one brief point from this passage. I was reading through 1 Corinthians over the last few days, and there was one verse here that I thought, well, this, this is a good verse, and perhaps it'll be good for all of us tonight. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15 is where we'll start. Let's pray, and then we'll jump in. Father God, we come to you. We thank you for your good word. And I pray, dear Lord, that your words would be refreshing to us tonight and that, God, we would grow in you and that when we leave this place that we would be refreshing to those that we encounter. I pray that your Holy Spirit would be with us. Be with the ones that are here tonight. Uplift them, dear Lord. Take care of them. Give them strength. Help them to have that, that boost they need to get through this week. I pray that, that we'd find that tonight, dear Lord, just being in your presence. I pray that your Holy Spirit would just fill us with joy tonight. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. Amen. This is at the end of Paul's letter to the Corinthians, and he's making some closing statements and giving some closing instruction. And one thing that we see uh, pretty often in Paul's letters is really a, a gratefulness and a thankfulness for the brothers and sisters in Christ that he has met along the way as he has gone around and preached the gospel. And, and all of these different people in all of these different places have come to faith, and Paul has has kept a connection with them, and, and sometimes you see different people from different places coming to where Paul is to offer support to him, or, or Paul sending people from one place to another. And it's really encouraging, I think, to see these brothers and sisters in Christ continuing as they as they are on mission for God and doing the work of the Lord. And And as Paul is writing in his closing statements here, in 1 Corinthians 16, he kind of singles out a few people that are a blessing to him at this point in time. 1 Corinthians 16, verse 15. Brothers, you know the household of Stephanas. They are the first fruits of Achaia and have devoted themselves to serving the saints. I urge you also to submit to such people and to everyone who works and labors with them. Now, Obviously, along the way, Paul had met many people, and he had preached the gospel in many places, and many people had heard that gospel, and they had come to faith in Jesus Christ, and here he calls out Stephanus. He, he, he makes mention of Stephanus here, and what does he say? He says, Stephanus and his household are the first fruits of Achaia. That's the area right there by Corinth, uh, Achaia is. And so obviously Stephanus had heard the gospel message and, and through hearing that, they were some of the first converts, it appears, in that area. And not only had they come to faith in Jesus Christ, but they had continued to serve the Lord. They had continued to serve the saints, perhaps others like Paul, who were about the Lord's work and who were going from place to place. And it was difficult because it wasn't, it wasn't an easy thing. There, were, there was a lot of persecution in, in that day. Uh, for people who were trying to preach the gospel. And so Paul didn't always receive a warm welcome. So it certainly would have been exciting for him when he goes to a place and people in that place begin to put their faith in Jesus Christ and continue to work for the Lord and continue to do the Lord's work and continue to serve the saints, to serve brothers and sisters in Christ, to serve Paul as he is on his journey. Certainly he had needs, financial needs, food, clothing, places to stay as he was on his journey. And Paul mentions these people who, who appear to be supporting and helping him in some way as he is continuing to do the ministry. They are continuing to minister 
alongside him. Verse 17, I am pleased to have Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus present because these men have made up for your absence. So he singles out a few here that obviously are there for him, and this is encouraging for him. And he tells the people of Corinth that they that these men have made up for their absence. So it's possible that perhaps some of the people of Corinth wanted to help Paul or were looking for an occasion to help Paul and perhaps had dropped the ball, or maybe they were seeking to serve him and trying to and hadn't been able to get somebody there or hadn't been able to meet his needs yet. But Paul says, hey, look, but I'm pleased to say that these guys are here. Whatever, whatever you weren't able to get to me or whatever way you weren't able to help me that you wanted to, hey, these guys are here. It's a, it's a good example of brothers and sisters in Christ coming together and working together and helping one another. And that is such a good thing to see. And I think that we see that in our community around this area. It's good to see that there are brothers and sisters in Christ and it stretches beyond denominations. It stretches beyond church bodies. That there are people from, from bodies of Christ all around liberty. And there seems like there's people that are always coming together to help, to meet one another's needs. And there are some time that this group can meet that need and that group can meet another need. And it's a beautiful thing when God's people are working together for the kingdom of God to help other people and to continue to build the kingdom of God. And then he says here in verse... 18, for they have refreshed my spirit and yours, therefore recognize such people. And when I read that verse this week, I, I thought, boy, what a, what a beautiful thing it is when, when we encounter somebody in our life that refreshes our spirit. Now, maybe, maybe upon just hearing that verse, maybe you instantly think of somebody. I did. As soon as I read that verse, there was a name that popped into my mind of somebody within the last year that came into my life in a certain way and refreshed my spirit, a brother in Christ. And I thought, what a powerful thing that is. And we need those seasons of refreshing. We need people that will come into our life that, that, that can just bring the love of God into our life and bring encouragement into our life by, by their attitudes and their action. And they may not even know that they're doing it. It may just simply be the way that they live and just, just, just interacting with them in some way. It may just be that the Spirit of the Lord and the way that they live their life is refreshing to us. And what a beautiful thing this is that Paul acknowledges that he has been refreshed, that his spirit has been refreshed by these brothers and sisters in Christ who, through his ministry, are there ministering alongside of him and ministering to him and refreshing him as he's going on his way. And no doubt he needed to be refreshed. Obviously, it was difficult to do the work that he was doing. And it's difficult for us. Our our lives are difficult. We we have all kind of hard stuff that we go through and difficulties that we go through with with loss or with sickness or with pain or struggles at work or struggles with family or or just 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 whatever it may be. There are all kind of things that we struggle with. And how beautiful is it when a brother and sister in Christ brings refreshment to our soul? When we are refreshed by the presence of someone that, that we just enjoy sitting down and visiting with them or we enjoy hearing their voice. And, and, and it just makes us feel good that someone brings that type of joy into our life. And the question perhaps maybe that we need to answer, are we the type of people that are living our life in such a way that we are refreshing to those who encounter us? 
Now, that's something for us to think about. Are, are we refreshing? When we see people, do we bring love? Do we bring encouragement? Do, do, do we just see those people and, and bring some joy to their life just because of the love of the Lord that's in us? Or do people see us and do they dread to see us coming? Do people see us and say, oh, I don't want to see them because it's just going to be negativity or it's going to be this or it's going to be complaining or it's going to be that or they're going to be talking about somebody or they're going to be just, just, just grumbling about something. What do people feel when they see us? Well, hopefully, people will feel refreshed when they see us. But, but maybe we look at our life and we say, you know what, maybe I do too much grumbling, complaining. Maybe I... Maybe I do bring more negativity into a situation than I do positivity. And perhaps tonight we need to strive to be those that Paul is talking about here. That we are those who are refreshing to those that we encounter. And certainly there are days that we ourselves need to be refreshed. And it's good for us to see one another and to be there for one another. To pick up that phone, to make a phone call, to go visit somebody, to do something out of the blue, to tell somebody that you love them, just to be there to support them. Those are the types of things that are refreshing to us. And we need refreshing because we see things in the world and we see evil and we see so many people that do so many evil things. But isn't it refreshing? When you see somebody in the world that does something that is good, that does something that is kind, that does something to help somebody else, isn't that a refreshing thing for us to see? And we need to see those types of things. And we need to be those who are living those types of things, that we can bring refreshment to those who we encounter. That when people see us, that we can bring some joy into their life, that like Paul, they can say, hey, these brothers and sisters have been refreshing to my spirit. Let us be refreshed by the word of God and let us be those who help refresh others that we encounter in our life. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight and we thank you for refreshing us, dear Lord, just being able to come into your house and being able to hear your word and being able to just gather with brothers and sisters in Christ. That act in and of itself is a refreshing thing to us, dear Lord. Maybe we think of people in our life that are refreshing to us, that that just bring joy to our life. Dear Lord, let us just praise you for them tonight and be grateful for those people that you have placed in our path. God, maybe tonight we are failing in some ways. Maybe, maybe there are some ways that we could be refreshing and encouraging to those that we encounter, dear Lord. I pray that you would help us to see those areas, to fill us with joy in our own life, that when we go out into this world, that that joy would spill over and that, that we can say a kind word, dear Lord, that we can share your love with those that we encounter, dear Lord, that, that we would be those who are refreshing to our world. Dear Lord, our world certainly is in a mess, and there's a lot of evil and a lot of bad, and a lot of people don't see a lot of good, but God, let, us, let them see good in us. Dear Lord, we don't ever do this because we want to be glorified. We don't want people just to see us for us. We want people to see good, dear Lord, and know it's from you, that there's any good that there's in us, that it's for, from you, dear Lord, that it's for your glory. So let us be those, dear Lord, who are about your work, not to be seen by men, but to bring glory to you, and that those who see your work, dear Lord, would be glorified by you as well. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.